What would it take to arouse your life, to experience more connection, more pleasure, more realness in and outside of the bedroom? I'm August McLaughlin, and this is Girl Boner Radio. Do you remember back at the start of the pandemic when people were joking about a baby boom happening because of many folks having more time for and access to sex? We heard jokes about a new generation known as coronials or quarantines or baby zoomers. Instead, that's turning out to be what some have called a baby bust. A study released by Modern Fertility in December showed that about 30% of folks with ovaries are changing their family plans, and most are deciding to put off conception. Personally, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not like the world is underpopulated, and making thoughtful choices and being able to make those choices about whether or not to have kids and when are both so important. I'm guessing those findings mean that sexually active folks are using some form of protection too. That's another good thing. Of course, baby making is only one of many, many reasons humans get busy. And given all that's been happening, from social distancing and having to stay home if possible, to factors around illness, stress, and anxiety, some folks are having more sex and others are having less, if any. No matter where you fall there, I promise you it's normal. I asked subscribers to my newsletter recently how they have felt about sex through the pandemic. Here are a few of their responses. Pretty good since my partner is in my bubble. Distant. Increased desire, more frequent solo play, and more frequent sex with my husband. Missing it. Pretty horny. It varies. That same person wrote, I guess it's helped me figure out what I truly want. Another wrote, completely uninterested at times and so in touch with myself and my sexuality at others. Sex, what's that? Occasional masturbation. Great sex, not frequent. A couple of people wrote that they feel fine about it. And one person wrote, in my new lovership, It has been essential after being so touch-deprived. It has brought my partner and I much closer. And the last I'll share today, Hooray! I'm not the only one not getting any at the moment. Smile emoji. A sense of unaloneness is always a good thing. And again, all of that's normal, pandemic or not. Another study conducted by the Kinsey Institute showed that when folks are having pandemic sex, there's a sexy term, many are getting more creative. I loved hearing that because I really believe that trying new things and exploring, whether we are partnered or not, can be so helpful and nourishing, regardless of how often we have sex. And these novel activities don't need to be extreme. One fantastic way to invite new fun and sensations and experiences to your sex life is through sex toys, which is what we'll explore today, specifically some hot and trending options you may want to consider.
I spoke with our resident sex and relationships therapist, Dr. Megan Fleming, about these findings that show that folks are getting more adventurous in bed or elsewhere lately. I think couples are getting more adventurous because, you know, there's a huge opportunity here to sort of up level. What we definitely know is that when couples introduce novelty, it actually contributes to a much more satisfying sex life. In general, acts of sexual novelty are one of the key differences between the most and least sexually satisfied couples. And the couples trying new things are the most likely to report keeping passion alive long term. She brought up findings from another study that was published in the Journal of Sex Research in 2017, which involved 40,000 adults. It looked at the link between sexual satisfaction and factors like sexual communication, sexual variety, and sex frequency. The findings about trying new or adventurous activities were pretty striking. And there were 17 novel acts that satisfied couples were more likely to be doing than dissatisfied couples. And that included things like sex toys, trying new positions, and sharing fantasies. Other activities linked with high satisfaction included showering together and watching spicy films. Novel things don't have to be sex-specific to benefit sexuality. In other words, new experiences outside of sex, like traveling someplace new, pursuing a new passion, or even trying a new restaurant, can release those feel-good, falling-in-love hormones that benefit all types of intimacy and connection. Given that the pandemic has so many folks staying home, though, simple adventures during sex provide an especially practical and hot option. I think people really taking advantage of lockdown as an opportunity to become more of those couples who are sexually satisfied and really adding more tools in their toolbox. Now, on to those toys. When we think of sex toys, many people immediately envision a vibrating toy for people with a vulva. And indeed, those toys can be awesome. But they are far from the only option. Toys for people with a penis, usually marketed as men's sex toys, are plentiful and popular as well. Several people have asked me recently why there aren't really sex toys for men. And trust me, there are. We just hear less about them. Partly because there's this myth that if you have a penis, everything's simple. Just use your hand. Dr. Megan knows this from what she has heard from many clients, as well as from personal experience. Even my own husband was supposed to say, I got my hand. Why would I need to expand? I've actually had a lot of fun recently giving gifts and giving him opportunities. You know, we all can expand different ways to feel and know and own our pleasures. One category of toys you may want to consider if you or a partner has a penis is known as male masturbators or strokers. They often function as a sort of vagina, the same way many dildos have a penis shape. Others have more of a mouth shape. Also similar to, quote, women's dildos, some have an anatomical look and others don't. They come in all different textures and materials, and like all toys, it's wise to go with one that is body safe. Silicone tends to be a great option. What Dr. Megan shared about a pleasure stroker from ArcWave made me want to rush off and buy one. The full name is the ArcWave Ion AirSmart Silence Male Masturbator. It uses a newer technology that Dr. Megan compared to toys she loves for women, 
like the womanizer and the satisfier. And what's really cool about it is it uses stimulation from air pressure, which the company says results in, quote, the closest thing to a female orgasm for men. Oh. This idea of this particular toy is that airflow at the frenulum, which is really the most sensitive part of the penis. And so, again, you can sort of start not aroused, not even thinking about sex, but you put a little lube on your penis, and you put a little lube inside this toy. And I'm going to tell you, at least that's what I've even heard from my husband, who's when it comes to male sex toys, the person I sort of get the firsthand feedback. And what was so striking is like that his head wasn't even in the game. And I hear this from other clients, like their head's not even in the game, but it's like, oh, wow. Like there's just this feels amazing from not even being aroused to getting an erection to a really sort of an amazing orgasm. I love that Megan compared it to the womanizer, which really is an incredible toy for folks with a vulva who prefer external clitoral stim. And just like the Airwave Ion toy, it is whisper quiet. You might recall that last year, I had brilliant engineer Mackenzie Mazel from Period Network test out the Womanizer Premium and share her thoughts. What your toy has is smart silence feature. So you can have your sessions completely silent and discreet if you want to. And it has 12 intensity levels. What was your experience like? Uh, well, first, I have to say, I had a house guest the past few days. <laughs> I had fun in my room. I don't have a door in my bedroom, and she was none the wiser. Yeah, it really lives up to the silence. So I have no idea whether or not this is something that's common. But for me personally, I like a little bit higher intensity. And then right when I start coming, I need it to be very, very gentle. And I really like this toy because it jumps back and forth so quickly and so easily. And it helped me reach new levels like that I've never experienced Great. with a partner, with any other toy. Mackenzie's review is one of my favorites that we've had on the show. So if you haven't heard the full version, I hope you'll go back and check it out. She talked about how healing her experience with the Womanizer Premium was physically and emotionally. The episode is called Sex Toys and Sensual Healing, and it released in March 2020. Another popular toy you might remember from the show is called The Osei from Laura DiCarlo. I spoke with the creator and marketing director for the company back in January 2019 about the hands-free toy that was making serious waves. Here's a bit about how the toy originated from founder Laura Haddock DiCarlo herself. Uh, when I was about 28, I had this just stupid blended orgasm that landed me on the floor, and I was staring at the ceiling going, how do I do that again? <laughs> and uh, that's kind of how we ended up here. I'd love to talk a bit about this toy that is not a vibrator, which actually <laughs> makes me more interested. Tell us a little bit about Osei. Did this blended orgasm experience, was that the beginning of creating yeah, I mean that was that was a few years ago, and what I what I realized, I mean, it wasn't just oh, I'm going to go start a company around this this concept right away. It just kind of kept building, and I started realizing there's really not a product on the market that really serves this need. And what I wanted that need was for it to stimulate both the G spot and the entire clitoris. Some people don't understand that the clitoris is actually much larger than just the tiny piece that you do see. It's actually about the size of a halved avocado and reaches from the glans clitoris, the little bit you see 
reaches all through underneath the labia majora and labia minora and a small bundle of nerves that reaches to the inside of the vaginal canal on the anterior wall, which creates the G-spot. What I wanted to do was create a device that could stimulate the whole clitoris from the inside to the outside using biomimicry or the mimicry of human motions and sensations. See why so many people have asked me about this toy since that episode? It's now in its updated model, the OSE 2, and still designed to mimic that human touch she mentioned while combining a G-spot massager and what they call a clitoral mouth. Dr. Megan told me there's a lot she loves about the OSE. So the thing I really love about the OSE, so she really takes part of that pulsating tech because that is for the clitoral stimulation. And that in some ways might feel similar to say a womanizer or satisfier. But then what she adds is the robotic piece. And that is for the blended orgasm. So the robotic is for the G-spot stimulation. And she's the first that I'm aware of for a sex toy that is really including the robotic aspects. And so instead of just sort of pure vibration, it's like, it's almost like there's these balls inside that move and you can certainly change right the speed with which it's sort of that come hither motion that you use with your fingers only they're like internal little balls <laughs> that are inside of the sex toy which really creates a very interesting and worthwhile experimenting with sensation. Couples sex toys are also trending up and for good reason. This category name is a little bit of a misnomer in some ways too given that virtually all toys can be used for couple play. Often, though, toys marketed towards couples are designed specifically for use during penis and vagina play. Megan told me that her top recommended line comes from WeVibe, which happens to be a favorite of mine as well. They have a whole bunch of varieties shaped like a U, and the partner with a vulva wears it during sex, and the thinner side of the U goes inside the vagina to reach the G-spot area, while the thicker side of the U sits outside to stimulate the external clit, and a penis can fit inside the person wearing it at the same time. If you're having trouble picturing that, you can find some good diagrams on the WeVibe website. Here's what Dr. Megan appreciates about these toys. Um, and what's unique and nice about it is both for clitoral stimulation as well as G-spot, but it's wearable when you're having penetrative sex. And so both your partner also can benefit from the vibration. And for some women, they might even say it, it provides just a little bit greater sense of fullness. But that overall, when people are experimenting with new toys together, I think the WeVibe is kind of like a foundational new tool for your toolbox. What if you aren't big on vibrating toys, though? Maybe the vibration feels too intense, or you're more into those pressure sensations and fullness versus a buzz. Or maybe you just want to expand your toy experiences with different sensations beyond your favorite vibe. That is a great time to consider a non-vibrating toy. My personal favorite is a simple silicone non-vibrating dildo, if you like internal play. And of course, you can always stimulate the external clit at the same time. A bunch of brands make them, and many have the option of being used as a strap-on as well. Ooh. One example is the Fun Factory Limba Flex. It's turquoise and has this sort of velvety feel to it, and it flexes a bit so you can reach all your favorite places. It comes in two sizes, 5-inch and 7-inch. 
which tends to be plenty for most people. And I wouldn't recommend going much larger unless you are sure that larger size is something that you're into and really enjoy. And definitely make sure you check the size before ordering dildos online. Dildos can be much larger than they appear. Enough already. Dr. Megan's favorite non-vibrating toy is the Enjoy Pure Wand. I've mentioned it many a time on your show in my Q&As because I happen to love the Enjoy Pure Wand. It is stainless steel. I've had people say to say to me, it can look intimidating, like a kitchen appliance. And it's heavy. It's like a pound and a half. But what's so amazing about it, so it's stainless steel, first of all, amazing for cleaning, right? Just hot, sudsy water, but also the weighted aspect of it. So it, it's kind of like a sort of a, not fully a U-shape, it's more like a curve. And there are two sort of stainless steel balls on either side, but one's larger than the other. And so you really get to play around. It's so angled, right, for G-spot. And it's the weightedness of the toy. For a lot of women, it's about pressure. Like one of the things that really is a turn on is the level of when we're calibrating pleasure is the level of pressure. And so what's really fantastic about the Pure Wand is you get the weighted aspects. You have the two different sizes to sort of pinpoint the right place, but it's also the way that it's angled. So I think for G-spot stimulation in particular, it is definitely a toy worth trying. Another trend I am loving is the emergence of more gender-neutral toys. Because really, sex toys are just sex toys. They tend to be built for primarily particular body parts, but gender is in the mind, not the genitals. Making and marketing toys without assigning a certain gender is both more accurate and a lot more respectful to trans and non-binary folks. Toward that end, I cannot recommend Envy enough, E-N-B-Y. Their tagline is, all bodies deserve affirmation and pleasure. And a portion of all profits are donated to a rotating list of small, underfunded organizations focused on improving the lives of queer, trans people of color. If you want to purchase a sexy gift for someone and you're not quite sure what they might want, what kind of stimulation they desire, what toys they might already have, purchase an NB gift card. That way they can shop to their heart or boner's content. You can even shop by zodiac sign which is so fascinating. And as they say on their site, the gift cards are a gift that keeps coming. Intentional pun. Head to shopnb.com to start shopping. So Dr. Megan wanted you all to know that, particularly with Valentine's Day on the horizon, finding ways to have sexy fun at home is especially important right now. It's also really doable, whether you want to plan a hot date for the holiday or anytime. One way to do so, she said, is to put sex on the calendar and then, when the time comes, create a tantalizing atmosphere, starting with a sex blanket, such as the Fascinator Throw by Liberator Fascinator. It's plush and comes in three different sizes. A lot of people don't necessarily think about scheduled sex as sexy, but the thing is, it's like, it's almost, if you think about a ritual, you throw this blanket down and one side is like satin silk, like it's just like luxurious, right? And the other is like sort of like a comfy sensation. And and so the point being is like, you throw this down and it's machine washable. So the amazing part of this is you can use massage oil, massage oil candles, squirting, body fluids, 
lube, you name it. And you're not in your head thinking about making a mess because, or who's going to sleep in the wet spot, right? So it's a great thing to just know you can throw it in the washer. But also, as I'm saying, the psychological pieces, it sort of represents when we put this play sheet down, we get to think about what is the experience that we want to create tonight? You know, the anticipation of it, the planning of it, the, you know, what's on our menu tonight? I just think it's sort of symbolic as well as practical. So even though it's not a toy, it's really one of my favorite recommendations for couples. Given that a night on the town isn't an option for most couples this Valentine's Day and through the pandemic, Megan said that creating a sensual mindset is key for scheduled intimate times. It's something she recommends to her therapy clients often. I have some couples that used to travel a lot for work and they're not now. So I'm like, when they go into another room or it's the, say, the basement, it's like, that is now Japan or San Francisco. I mean, the idea is like, when this door closes, I'm in a different state or different country, right? And so, you know, having playful ways to play and think about creating distance, but also in this case for Valentine's, it's like, put on... Um, you know, the sexy heels, the lingerie. Again, lingerie sales have gone up equally with sex toys. You know, what makes you feel good and sexy in your body? Part of that before play, as well as, you know, the flirtation, the sexy notes that you might want to leave, that Valentine's is really just sort of an opportunity to even give a gift, right, of pleasure. And that might include a new sex toy or sharing sort of the fantasy, one of your top fantasies or one that you really are looking forward to exploring either just in ideas, because a lot of fantasies don't necessarily translate to reality, but like in ideas, or as you know, I say, put a toe in the water, not jumping in the deep end. You know, what are ways that that could look like for you as a couple? Say, if it's a little bit on the kinky side, it might just be a blindfold or like light restraints. Using Valentine's Day is, you know, my expression is sort of like playing in the yellow. Like what is that excite, terrified place that it's not in the your go-to feels good, I call it your vanilla and chocolate, you know, favorite sexual positions, but the opportunity to explore and try on something new. And if you're still a bit hesitant about the idea of scheduling sex or sexy time, intimate time, you may want to reframe it. Because for one thing, that spontaneous sex you might look back on fondly may not have been as spur of the moment as you recall. I think, okay, culturally, there's these ideas about what is sex, you know, this idea often it's spontaneous. I'm like, you know, even when you were dating, it wasn't so spontaneous when you had the opportunity. And then people also say, they didn't feel like they put an effort. I'm like, you probably give a lot of thought to what clothes you're going to wear, where you, what you're going to do, where you're going to go. And so, you know, we plan for vacations and actually have a lot of fun sort of building that anticipation and the planning. So it's so fascinating that we don't have that same mindset. And I'm inviting, right, for couples to have that same mindset around sex. I mean, I'm, you know, married 20 years, two kids, and I'm at the point now, I'm like, whether they can be out of the house so that you can be loud and not self-conscious. When your kids are younger, it might just be, when are they not going to knock on the door? But most importantly, if you don't plan it, lives are so busy and scheduled, maybe a little bit less so, you know, in times of COVID, but that if you don't plan it, it's not likely going to happen. And I think the turnoff about scheduled sex is, how do I know if I'm going to feel turned on Saturday at two? And I'm like, totally get that. I don't know. And you don't know. We don't know how we're going to feel until we're in the moment. But the advantage here is because you carved out the time, you get to sort of decide as a couple, in fact, you might plan sexy time for yourself and solo play as well. 
then you can sort of say like, what would feel good in this moment? For some couples, they want to connect first. So it might be talking about the day a little bit, or again, it might be through the body and doing massage, but it's like, what feels good in connecting? For others, it might be what would feel playful. For others, it might be, you know, what might be sort of a turn on or a go-to, like stroking the hair, kissing behind the ear, the nape of the neck, the lower back, exploring a little bit of Tantra. I'm really encouraging couples to see planning the scheduled sexy time is the prioritization of it in your relationship, but knowing that, sure, you're not going to know how you're going to feel till you're in the moment, but you can create the conditions where those spontaneous feelings and responsive desire really do emerge in a very reflexive and natural organic way. Regardless of how you are feeling about sex and intimacy right now or how often you're engaging sexually, Dr. Megan wants us all to keep the ideas of novelty and adventure alive. You know, I sort of often say like our biggest sex organs are mind. And so it really starts with like just knowing it's possible, no matter what you know or don't know. It's almost like asking yourself the question, like, have I yet experienced my best sexual experience? And I'm hoping everyone out there listening is like, the answer is no. <laughs> you know, no matter what peak experience you've had thus far, in my mind, we should all always be in the pursuit, right? In some ways of having our go-to favorites, as well as exploring sort of those new turn-ons. You know, my recommendation there is always keep learning, always keep growing, always keep expanding, always keep discovering and owning and knowing and communicating your turn-ons. To find links to Dr. Megan's toy recommendations from this episode and that sexy blanket, head to greatlifegreatsex.com forward slash resources or click the link down in the show notes. You can also find them hyperlinked in the transcript, which you can find on my blog at girlboner.org. Megan told me that answering a listener's question, as she does in most episodes, is a highlight of her week. And moving forward, once a month in lieu of a Q&A, she is going to be sharing a pleasure pick, a product she loves and thinks you could enjoy too. I'm really looking forward to those segments. To support Girl Boner Radio and get fun extras, such as pleasure guides, ask me anything, occasional videos and mini bonus episodes and more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com slash girlboner. For as little as $2 or $5 a month, you can get bonuses I've shared so far, as well as fun things I have in store. If you're enjoying the show, I would so love it if you would tell your friends about it and leave a rating and review. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week. 